This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The headphones just unplugged themselves while I was assisting with a microphone with you. How are you, Lisa Pockets? I'm tired. Right. But I'm great. I I would like to read from the book of our text messages Mm -hmm. this morning. Yes. My text to you at 537, Beyonce made me run slightly late. I'll be in the parking lot at like 550, 555. See you soon. I wrote, I'm late, but not because of Beyonce, because of my own personal failings. Um, it's going to be a fun day. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the radio.com. See, the problem was last night, my cat and I were having a real lit Thursday night. We were watching that Beyonce doc that just came out. Oh, you know, and so when I tried to go to bed at eight fifteen, because the time I go to bed, oh, it, thank you, <laughs> thank you very <laughs> <Sweet> much. <angel. laughs> all I could do, like, all these Beyonce songs were playing in my head. Oh, and you were so excited, you're like, I am full of womanly fire. Yes, she's yeah. incredible. No wonder she's the queen. Yeah, I mean, it have you seen it yet? No. Okay. Okay. Um, what is it like? What platform? Netflix. Sweet. It's on Netflix. When did, wait, was it released? Like yesterday. Oh, okay, because I was like, before. I would have seen that. But yeah, I have like, I've been like running around. Doing the, life stuff. Yeah. Being a successful comedian well, that's in a Kansas strong City. Term. Well, I think so. I think you're hilarious. I've Thank seen you a couple of times and, and always laughing, like falling out of my seat laughing. So I'm excited that I you're here. I love when people just fall and get a concussion. Yes. And then send me bills for ER. Oh, hopefully they have insurance because that sounds like a very expensive bill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. How How are you? What did you do last night? I am. Um, so actually, I'm glad you asked because I uh, had I, I didn't realize like, I don't know if this is something that you do as a like a full grown adult who's mm-hmm. in charge of her life because mm-hmm. um, I bear I'm hanging on. OK. All the time. How old are you? Uh, 23. 23. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like literally last week my car started making terrible noise and my parents were just like, well, let's take care of it, honey. I was like, I'm seven. Like yes. that's, I'm just walking around. I was like, I take care of me. I don't, I barely can put on my own pants. That's Anyways, good. That's good. It's fine. Car I'm, stuff is scary. It's scary. And I, I was like trying to handle it. And I was like, dad, I'm going to take it to Jiffy Loop. And he's like, no. Right. No, <laughs> and he no. just like did it all. So mm-hmm. anyways, but I uh, went like shopping by myself last night where like to- at Marshall's okay okay which yeah. is like not yeah throwing whatever. those dollar bills up like shopping like Beyonce yeah sh- essentially mm-hmm. um except she like I'm pretty sure her clothes are tailor-made from like sweet sweet animal tears <laughs> I, I don't like, know I feel like she's pretty cool no no I think so too but I'm just saying like her stuff is like so gorgeous and perfect that okay. it's like a designer that's only like comes out of his studio apartment every 30 years like makes her her dresses and, okay all right um I can see that yeah, that's, so, so you were shopping at Marshalls. I was shopping at Marshalls for clothes or just for anything. For it, you know, you always go in for clothes. Okay, that's yes. the always the idea. Mm-hmm. So I have um, a bunch of shows in St. Louis this weekend, and I was like, you know what? I don't gotta. I haven't bought a new thing in a hot minute. Um, when was the last time you bought a new thing? Like for like clothing yeah. wise, I like don't remember. Okay, I didn't know if yeah. that was just some kind of justification. Like you got something that you ordered online the day before. Uh, no. No, okay. It really it was, was literally a long just time. like, I like don't want to wear anything that I have right now because I literally, there's like straight up three outfits that I cycle through when mm-hmm. I'm like really excited about a show mm-hmm. and like I'm booked on a show and I was like, I can't like, oh yes, this is a girl that never changes her outfit like a cartoon. <laughs> like I don't want to be known as that. Uh, that is me, by the way. I have yeah, one but outfit. that's, you also, no one sees you, Jordan. That's true. <laughs> that's true. My that mother aggressively doesn't mean. see me. Um, My boss. But I met you on the radio. That's right. I'm a voice. Yeah. I'm a voice. Fine. So you were shopping at Marshall's, <laughs> getting a new outfit Marshall. for your show this weekend in St. Louis. Yes. Um, And like, I don't know, I'm still like shifting from understanding what size I'm at because I've actually gained like a significant amount of weight in the past like year and a half, which is a fun thing to mm-hmm. say out loud. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> to, to all of Kansas City, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, this pretty, uh, yes, you're right. You can't see me. Joke's on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I uh, I went to Marshall's and I was like, am I a medium? Am I a large? Am I extra large? Like, whatever. And like, as a woman, you know that those like 
kind of don't even really mean anything no, anymore. Every it could mean, a different. medium could also mean like you're a tiny little Ethiopian baby. Yes. Um, yep. Which Shopping is fine if that's what size you are, but that's not what size I am. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like got, I, I'm starting to get stuff in different sizes and like I got a bunch of larges and I was like, feel really good about them. And I was looking at rompers because I'm a really big fan of mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And also I think the proper term is jumper. They're just like rompers, but with pants. Okay. Yep. Rather, yep. Is yep. that right? I think so. I don't, I don't own any. Yeah. But you don't really seem like a jumper type. No, I know. It would be. Yeah. No, no. Because that was too hard to go to the bathroom. You've got to like literally get undressed. No, it's like you're naked and defeated. Right. Yes. When you. And then you're defecating. Yeah. So, wow. Then you're defecating. <laughs> God, that's such a good word. Um, so, yeah, I was looking at them and I was like, what? First of all, which one of these will not make me look like I'm in a cult? Right. That's the main what thing. What colors were you picking? I Well, the thing is, like, I like I really like um, kind of like 70s okay. uh, radio host wallpaper colors. Okay. So like, do you see no, like, no. lots of oranges okay. and bra- like light browns, okay. like mustard uh-huh. colors? Uh-huh. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I was picking out those. I was like, if I wore like an orange jumper, which is essentially a jumpsuit, mm-hmm. like that's, it's just like, well, congrats on your imminent suicide. Like it just wouldn't. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> orange is the new black. I'm thinking prison. Well, that, I mean, that too. Yeah. They won't trade out your clothes. No. Once you get arrested. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I feel like you can stay in that. <laughs> it's for Marshalls. That's where we are. We're trading your underwear, though. I think they give you underwear, <laughs> Do don't they? they? I don't know. I imagine, well, it'd be a long time wearing that same pair if you get stuck in jail for years. Oh, no. Hmm. Jumpers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but then I, uh, I, I like, I, I, I do this thing when I'm in a dressing room. Um, especially if I'm like with a friend, because sometimes you go shopping with a friend. You go in the dressing room with other people. Yeah. Wow. Like you usually get like the bigger like dressing room thing what? like the family one my friends are crap either that or they think that i would undress them with my eyes or wink, look wink. okay all right fine <laughs> no 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 i doesn't matter but it's okay. like it's more like uh i know about my best friends like bowel movements so they can see me like okay i got you it's i got you uh, we are alarmingly close okay that's fine uh, unsettling okay how close we are mm-hmm. anyway so yeah i but i like to do this thing where if i like get really tight pants or really tight clothes i pull them as far as i can go and i spread my leg i wish i could i can't show anyone because this is obviously don't worry you're describing it perfectly and i (laughs) spread my legs out and i like have my hands to sides i'm like i'm a troll and then i like run around the dress but i did that like alone by myself in the dressing room like aren't i fun and i just like i like that's what i do when i feel bad about like my body i was like let's you know what let's have fun <laughs> when i can't fit into anything dude <laughs> so it's uh you know yeah i always find it interesting that i will make excuses to the person at the dressing room the fitting room as to why stuff doesn't work. I don't owe them an excuse. You don't. They just gave me a number, told me to go in there and have a good time. But I'll come out and I'll be like, yeah, I'm so sorry, but these size eight jeans, they're just like too small for me. Are you kidding me? This is what we're talking about this morning. Seriously, just play some music. God. Wait, who is this? Who is this? I mean, honestly, this is not what we're talking about. This is what you and I and Lisa Pockets are talking about. <laughs> Uh, that is so nice of you to call up, so brave, and say that and then not tell us who you are. Um, Jordan, I just want to say that I think it's insane that two women are allowed to talk at the same time on a radio show. That's Jordan Silver and Friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. Lisa Pockets, you are a local stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. How fun is that? So fun. How does just, it... There's just... I, I'm just like... I exude all this humor and... Confidence. And that, that's exactly how it feels to get up on stage in front of a bunch of people and talk about stuff that is very personal to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is there anything off the table? Um, Any topic off the table? Uh, Honestly, no. I actually, I get that question a fair amount. Okay. Um, really? There's nothing in your life or anything that you've experienced that you would not talk about up on stage? No. <laughs> like, about, honestly, that like... What about growing up? What about yeah, like your parents? I all of it. What about your parents' sex life? Yeah, actually, there's like literally a whole bit about that. Are you serious? I'm. Uh, how serious. do they feel about that? <laughs> they love it. They love it. Also, I like specifically do that bit when I go to places like Jeff City that have kind of 
older audiences because I know that because here's the thing people make this really broad um like they make this broad assumption that you know older people are more conservative which is obviously like true in different aspects but mm-hmm. like everyone loves people right. and likes to be around People have sex. But anyways, oh. it's, it's fun. <laughs> My parents did. Now I was immaculate conception. Just so <laughs> I you just know. appeared out of nowhere. I did. Um, I did. But like, yeah, I, they like love it. They love when I talk about my parents who are in their 50s now are still like in love and being super gross with each other. And they just like cackle like crazy. It's their favorite thing. It's fine. I, I, I try to think about it in a way that's like, it's beautiful that they're still in love. Um, that is the way you have to angle it in your head, not to vomit on stage. But it's also like fun to tell people that my dad calls watching my mom put on lotion sauce time. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> Hashtag Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. No, I've never walked in on my parents. <laughs> no, I, I shared a wall with my parents' bedroom the whole entire time I was growing up and never once heard anything like that. They planned that out. Congrats for them. What? What do you mean they planned that out? That they would. They knew exactly when you'd be at. I'm a soccer practice. No softball. Look at me. Look at me. Softball. I didn't want to make like a super stereotypical assumption, but I was going to say softball. You're right. Yes. Okay. Give me that credit at Mm -hmm. least. Mm -hmm. Um, but they like schedule like, okay, so Jordan's going to be at softball. Ah, uh, She's going to be at her friend's house this time. Let's get it going, Barbara, or whatever your mom's name is. (laughs) What's her name? Barbara. (laughs) Jordan Silver. Lisa Pockets, were you excited to dissect a frog in high school? Um, no. And also, I didn't have to do it. Really? Yeah. Did you have a note to get out of it? No, no, no. We didn't actually end up doing it. All uh, I you're remember. 23, that's right. I'm like 40 years older than you. First of all, you're I, you're not good at math because right. you're not. That's it. <laughs> that's what the problem is. <laughs> no, we, like literally it was just the AP kids. Okay. Who did it, which made me feel, um, what's the word? Nice and dumb. Right. But it's also okay because I got out of like ripping open an animal. I, we partnered up in school. I remember this. We partnered up and I was with this big, strong football player. Nice. Thinking, all right, you'll do this because I don't want to do this. Right. But then in the end, it was me that had to do it and he almost passed out. (gasps) Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. I jumped out of an airplane on my thirtieth birthday, and I remember, humble brag, right? You know, just I did, did a triple sow cow and uh, a triple axle. <laughs> no, but I remember when I went up. I was like, do, do people ever wuss out when they finally get up there? You oh, know, I, talk all this yeah. stuff. The place that I went said that the only people that have ever wussed out would be big, strong men, and not in the thirty years that they've been doing it, not a single woman. Had wussed out of oh, doing it once you get up there. My goodness. Do you have any desire to jump out of an airplane? Actually, yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. It's really fun. So, um, do you pee your pants on the way down or in the plane? It's poop. <laughs> and then it falls on nope. Never <laughs> no, it I when I did it, it was the moment that they opened the door and you hang out. I was fine. Until they open the door and you hang out and you look down at the earth and you're like, we should not be able to do this. There's something (laughs) wrong here. Once she finished an 18,000 piece puzzle in 40 days. Wow. Someone really needs a life. Jordan Silver and Friends. Honestly, the scariest part of jumping out of an airplane for me was the fact that there was a thunderstorm that was happening right by where we were. So the people that owned the skydiving company said that we couldn't go up. And we, we waited hours for this thunderstorm to go away. It didn't after hours. So we're like, well, screw this. We're going to go get drunk. We want our money back. And then at that exact moment, the owner's like, I guess it's good. We can go up there. So, you know, it was lightning, thunder ringing. <laughs> and I just jumped out of a, an airplane. It was crazy. But I was strapped to someone. Right. You have to do that. Yes. For X amount of like jumps. You have to get some kind of certification to be able to jump out by yourself, which is great. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I did learn really looking back on my 36 years on earth, I learned my number one life lesson that day. Okay. I mean, other life lessons that I've learned, you know, if it's too good to be true, it is. It always is. It always is. It always is. Never get excited for anything. You never get a deal no matter what it is. There's a trick somewhere, and that is something that I've learned the hard way in life. <laughs> also, when to let something go, you know, mm-hmm. like when something is over, really hard to learn that. But the number one life lesson that I learned, and I definitely learned it. It's like you're holding hands with a toddler. 
Yes. Just let, just let them go. Let es- them fall. Especially if you're, you're uh, jumping out of an airplane with them. Exactly. But the number one life lesson that I learned was absolutely never in your whole life, ever, 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 buy your skydiving video. The one that they film when you jump out of an airplane. I didn't know that was even an option. I didn't oh, know it was like a roller option. coaster. You could like buy your picture or whatever. I didn't even no, know. No, 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 no. It's a whole video. Um, it's a trillion times worse <laughs> than your roller coaster video. Your roller coaster video, you're going what? Well, you can't like flip off the camera. <laughs> I wish that was what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh-huh. If your roller coaster video, I don't know how fast roller coasters go, 20 miles an hour or something. You know, even if they're going 50, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. When you jump out of an airplane and you buy the video, uh, a camera crew jumps out with you, too. And they just film you, you know, screaming and whatever. That's still not the worst part. Lisa Pockets, you are falling at 100 miles an hour when you do the free fall before they pull the parachute. You're falling at 100 miles an hour. You're everything. Your face, your arms, your forehead looks like the ocean when there is a horrible storm. It's just waves of skin. It's so disgusting. It's so embarrassing. Like your forehead. Grab your forehead. There's no fat there. I don't care who you are. But it was just... It was the grossest thing ever. One time she developed carpal tunnel writing in her journal about how much she hated her ex. Jordan Silver and Friends. There's a lot of news. And now the news. Lisa Pockets, you want to you wanna do this with me? I, the, news. Yeah. the news. Yeah, the news. The okay. News. Okay. What, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, according to the president of Ecuador, Julian Assange smeared feces all over his room in the Ecuador embassy. So a Tuesday. <laughs> for you? That's a Tuesday yeah, for you? Wait, is that not? Hold on. Okay. Let's, no, let's no, roll no, it back. Actually, no, 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 no. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, a Kansas City high school band room was vandalized and apparently caused up to $75,000 in damage. Well, what, what what did it say? How was it vandalized? Like, was it graffiti? Wait, you work in yes, you work in schools. Is like even an entire school worth seventy five thousand dollars? Oh no. Okay. Not even like all the human lives of the teachers are worth that to the government. Oh. Then we move on. <laughs> Do you watch Stranger Things? Of course. Okay. The creators of Stranger Things are actually on trial now for allegedly stealing the idea of the show from someone who was pitching it around Sundance in two thousand fourteen. Oh. Or is this like some like sad like twenty five year old who is like that was my idea, but really it's just like he had an idea to like put a bunch of children together and be like it's the eighties and yeah. that was the extent that of could the be. Idea. We'll have to watch the trial to figure out what's going on with that. Uh, on Wednesday, a man breaks the single game winning record for Jeopardy to take home one hundred and thirty one thousand dollars, one hundred thirty one thousand one hundred twenty seven dollars. Cool. Do you have his, like, number? I was about to say, I'll take, is he single for 200, (laughs) Alex? And this one really frosts my cookies, okay? I'm mad Well, I don't like that metaphor. Right. Well, I'm hungry. (laughs) Honestly, if we were to be quiet and I put this microphone right where my stomach is, it would be growling. Yes, it would be growling. So Instagram... I did not like how you said that. I'm sorry, I keep critiquing you. That's okay, that's okay, that's okay. Uh, Instagram? Instagram. They're thinking about hiding the number of likes on your posts. So taking away my only incentive to like put anything on Instagram. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is the point? They want for people to focus on the content rather than the likes. First of all, um, I only care about egotistical stuff that does not matter. Right. Uh, And that means likes. Right. On my drawings and also mostly my face. Like my face. Someone needs to like my face. I like your face. That's like that's like that's like McDonald's taking away the burgers. It's like, what is the point? Jordan Silver and Friends. Vulgarity is no substitute for win. The weirdest thing just happened in the studio. Lisa Pockets pulled a ukulele out of her little pocket and played it and sang that song and then she put it away right at the end at the end of the song. Yeah, sorry. I just like I um you know, I uh I just wasn't wasn't feeling you, you didn't want to do a live performance for no, everyone this morning you know i was too embarrassed and it's one of those things uh it's a magical ukulele where it just it comes up whenever i'm feeling particularly like a stupid hipster girl oh uh, does it make money no oh much like comedy okay uh doesn't make any money for the buzz family how did you get into comedy uh as a local comedian yeah well so I, I've, I've been doing this since i was 17 and mm-hmm. i started in columbia missouri mm-hmm. shout out to Anyone who's there, yeah. just anyone who's <laughs> standing around in the road, uh, they do what to do. <laughs> yep, just zombies. Okay. Not, not a single living person lives in Columbia. Oh zombies. my god! <laughs> I'm glad you escaped. <laughs> Finally, uh, yeah. So I started there, 
And uh, basically, like, I was scrambling my last uh, year of college and actually went to Truman State in Kirksville, Missouri. Shout out. No, we're not going to do a shout out to we there. Did shout, you have a I bad mean, time also, there? Don't shout out Kirksville. Okay. Um, it's a poopy, poopy town. Poopy full, town. Full of poopy poop. Uh, uh, was it Sorry, there was a lot more explicit words that I could have said and that I we are on the radio. So I'm I proud did. of you for not swearing because yes. it is rare. It is so rare. I just, I replace, I do that with my kids too because mm-hmm. I'm a tutor mm-hmm. and I just replace when I want to say something bad. I was like, ah, poopy. I do that too. Poopy butts. I do that too. And then the kids laugh and it works and it's fine. It Anyways. But yeah, shout out to Truman. I guess if you if you also spent a lot of money in liberal arts school, sorry mm-hmm. for your loss um, mm-hmm. for of that money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and like your self confidence, uh, and also the love of your parents. <laughs> so, Damn, that's a trifecta! Wow, that's a liberal arts school trifecta. That's what we call it. It's like my cousin that went to school for welding. Oh, that's but a- like art welding, art welding. Sorry, oh, art, no, art. She made no. I thought you meant. I was like, legitimate welding makes you a lot of money. Right? No, no, no. She only did it with art stuff, and now she's dead. So holy. No, she's not. Oh my god, <laughs> just dead, like just dead to her parents who spent all that money. There we go. No, I'm sure they're incredibly dis- like aggressively disappointed. <laughs> yes, yes. Comedy. And then I uh, yeah. I was scrambling my senior year of college at Truman. I was like, I need to find a job. Like, I got a painting degree. Why do I hate myself? And um, I, I got a job here uh, basically with, like, I think I can say this, but with AmeriCorps. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they won't find out. Mm. But, um, yeah. And so, like, I got this job. And I knew I liked teaching. And I knew I liked kids. And that was kind of the extent of what I knew. And I knew it would take me to Kansas City. And all I knew at the time is, like, I want to be in a bigger city because Kirksville is so, so small. Mm-hmm. Um and then I, you know, I got here and I had already done some shows here and knew like a few people because I've been doing it since I was like 17. So I know like I knew a fair amount of obviously like Columbia comedy people, St. Louis comedy people and then KC people. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I kind of just like went to the mics um, and a few of my comedy friends moved there. Um, one of them like moved there because she got I got her the same job that I had. Oh, so, like, I love I, when you work with your friends. Yeah, I actually don't get to work with her because we were oh. placed at different schools. But we have uh, the same job. Okay. So. I guess. Yeah. I never do work when I have friends that I work with. It's really, really, really sad. Oh, yeah. We're always in trouble. Thank God, like, we're not friends. <laughs> right. Right. We, like, do not like each other. Yes, I just added you on Instagram. Yeah, that that is a truly a mark of we're not friends. Right. Me. Yes. That's it. I'm just following you. Yeah, that's fine. So what was, it like? How, how are the open mics around here? Um, They're... They're pretty fun. I like, honestly, I've been really bad about going to them. Mm-hmm. Like, if any of the comics are listening right now, they're like, yeah, Lisa, we haven't seen you one in a million years. Like, I went it's to It's 727. The one. They sleep till 2 in the afternoon. Right. Right. Exactly. They'll hear the podcast, maybe. But <laughs> maybe. they're not awake right now. Right, right. That's very true. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of them do have, like, day jobs, but they, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. before. They're just crying into the sink. Digging graves. Same. Right. Uh... But yeah, so like I honestly don't like I went to a lot at the beginning and then I honestly with my job like get burned out because mm-hmm. I know it seems like I have a lot of energy, but that's Well you work with kids. I work with kids <sighs> all day. All day and have them like yell at me and throw tantrums and then like I don't want to go to a mic and then like laugh at the same people <sighs> who's over and over. And, that, and that's not to say anything bad about the comics, it's more like and they know exactly what I mean. When you go to an open mic, it's the same people. It's the same stuff because mm-hmm. we're trying stuff out mm-hmm. and we're figuring things out mm-hmm. and we're practicing. Like, mm-hmm. That's do, all fine. Do you ever gets... try your comedy in front of your students? <laughs> your kids? No. I oh. did. Uh, I told one of my kids one stupid joke that I made up and he didn't even get it. And I was like, well, okay, not uh, for you. I'm just going to drink this fifth that I have <laughs> Don't mind my handle of vodka, kids. <laughs> It's Lisa's Tudor Juice. Lisa's Tudor Juice. Wow. Wow. No, uh, kids, uh, I feel like parenting and, and especially teachers as well, uh, just it is the hardest job that there is. Yeah, it's just, um, I, I don't know. I, I get when people are like, oh, kids keep me young. They they are fun. And in a way, I can I can see how they can keep you young. But at the end of the day, I uh, want to immediately sleep and I feel like they suck the life force yeah. out of my face. Yeah. Yeah, my brother has two, three kids, and yeah, I know, and I don't care how much I work and how many jobs I'll have, and just be so exhausted when I go home for the holidays. Ten minutes with them, and I'm like, it's, I would like to go back to what I'm doing because it's not as exhausting. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I, I remember trying. Like, people would be like, "Well, why can't you? You know, like, we have day jobs and go to mics." And I was like, "I, I wish I had like a better answer for you, but like, I just like, I, I feel just feel like my life would be just slightly different if I did work with adults all day. Mm-hmm. I would have a little bit more like emotional energy to mm-hmm. like give to comedy, but it's like, 
Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking forward to like, I do really like this job and I appreciate the opportunities that it's given me, but like I'm ready to not work with children. Anymore. Right, right. How different, how different is an audience of children versus a, an audience of people that come to a comedy show? Well, like uh, an audience of children usually comes in immediately liking you. Mm-hmm. And especially me because right now I have colored hair. Right, yes. And they're like, you You're look like TV. a fairy. Yeah. Like that's always, that's, that's really fun. They immediately, like off the bat, they okay. really like you. So that's nice. And then at comedy shows, um, it's like, the people who don't know you, for the most part, like you, um, and all the comedians like already don't like you. So it's 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 a fun toss up of that. Awesome! Yeah. What, what a gr- that must you must have such wonderful self esteem. Oh my, it's amazing! <laughs> Just through the roof. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Scale of one to a hundred. Negative three. Jordan Silver and Friends, six to nine on ninety six five The Buzz. Honestly, dude, stand up comedy is I've done it, and it is the hardest thing. That I have ever done in my entire life. <laughs> it's a beast. It's unlike... That is for sure. Being in a band, because if you're in a band, you go up there, you've got people looking at you, but you have A, other people that you're in a band with, B, your song is already figured out, you know where everyone's going to play everything, and from beginning to end, you have confidence, but that is not what it is like when you get up there and do stand-up comedy. Yes. Well, I said, I said the, um, the first time that I did it, it was like going up on stage and then having the audience all have telescopes and then me, uh, opening up, just taking off all of my clothes and yep. like opening up my, you know what, and just being like, everybody look! Everybody look! What is? This is how fun this is! This is what stand-up comedy is. <laughs> it's like look into your soul. Cause that is even, uh, it, it's, stand-up comedy is, a, is funny and it's fun, but it also comes from pain. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, a decent amount. And yeah. also a, a really uh, intense amount of vulnerability, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, this new bit that I'm trying out is, like, about the first time I fell in love. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, it really, uh, you had just mentioned that, like, it's it's hard to do something for so long because eventually you actually do get scared of it again. Yeah, I want to do it here in Kansas City, but it's been a year since I've done it. <laughs> yeah. And now that whole fear is back again, even though I've done it before. Yeah. And I, I always try to tell myself, because one of my really good friends, Caitlin Round, she's another comedian, but she has to remind me all the time, like, ebb and flows. And there's mm-hmm. ebb and flows in absolutely everything in your life, and especially comedy. Especially and comedy. I have to remind myself of that all the time, because I was like, I'm not getting enough shows. Like, I'm not in enough festivals. Like, I'm terrible. I'm the worst comic. Like, whatever. How And then I remember there was it? a time when I, <laughs> when I was doing a lot of shows, and there was a lot going on and whatever. So I just, like, need to remember that, like, even if, like, who knows, quote, unquote, if I was the best comic ever, I'm certainly not, and I'm not claiming that. But um, parents, there's still that. <laughs> there's still ebb and flows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's still moments when you have this new bit that's like a little baby, especially if it's one about a topic that you have never talked about before mm-hmm. and it's really vulnerable mm-hmm. and you try it out. And then sometimes maybe you cry after, even if it went well, because it's just like, hi, here's my heart, strangers. Okay, that's, bye. Ah, I'm so scared. Yeah, yeah. a lot of that. The I remember my last girlfriend, it was a really, really, really traumatic and horrible relationship. And it like did a number on me psychologically. And she so, murders <laughs> I, I wish she would have done that to me. Oh, okay. Like, well, so that I didn't have to go through the pain. It was one of those ones that was just like, really it never bad. ended. It hurt so bad. I went home and cried so much. So I, you know, I went to therapy over it. Um, oh. I was reading self-help books. You have address of this girl because i will go throw down oh, she, she, ironically she's a comedian oh no <laughs> like, a pretty, like a pretty big one too in la but uh so I, I did all these things and like i listened to music and i wrote songs and i just couldn't get it out and i remember uh for i, I took a comedy class and decided like two days before our big big show that i was going to do it do my whole entire bit on my ex and so i got up on the stage and i did my thing and it was so validating to have to tell the truth and then have people laugh at it because it was ridiculous and i remember going up on that stage i like she was still like in every cell that i was comprised of but when i got off that stage it was the most freeing thing that i had ever done yeah it wasn't even a big show it didn't even matter but to be able to say to be able to get stuff like that off your chest is just yeah beautiful well, and, and to have and also that laughter is validation mm-hmm. it's like i felt that too and you're like oh thank god right i'm not just living in my brain anymore yeah i had yeah. a joke that was like 
she was she was bisexual and mm-hmm. she would tell me all the time when we were fighting that she would leave me for a dude. And so cool. That's that, a great thing to say to a person. Exactly. Especially a lesbian. You know, it's like you I'm leaving you for something that you cannot be. Right. Rock I don't. On. Yeah. And awesome. so I was she like, sounds awesome. So, <laughs> so I was like, how can I get her back? What would be the equivalent of that? Because it's so painful. So I decided that when she said that I would ruin the TV shows. That she hadn't watched yet, like Friends. That is and a every good revenge. Yeah, I'd be like, oh yeah, Ross and Rachel do end up together. <laughs> you know, the mother and how I the mother, the mother and how I met your mother. It's no, I actually I never watched that show, but oh, but yeah, I, she's doesn't matter. Yeah, but it, it's so great to take like the pain that you have and turn it into something that that's positive. Yeah, how do you? I mean, you have to have a tough skin to go up there. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with like the rejection? How do you get back up on the stage? After you've had a show that didn't go exactly your way, uh, it's rough. Mm. <laughs> I, I I took it. Oh my god! When I was younger, I took it like so so hard. Like straight up, like would nod to all the other comedians, like I'll oh, see you guys later, and then just cry in my little Saturn mm. for like an hour. <laughs> um, no, no, it's fine. That's I was in high school. That's I was crying all the time, anyways. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, now, I, I'm not saying at all that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just cry in a different Saturn. Okay. A nicer uh, one? <laughs> slightly. Okay. There you go. It's, it's from uh, this century. So okay. That's okay. The stepping up. Stepping right. up. Little yeah. baby steps. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> I'm poor. Someone give me money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it was the craziest thing. Um, I remember it, w- it was a really significant time. I was doing this show uh like my freshman year of college and we was just starting off with this really like it's a really prominent show now in Columbia Pikes mm-hmm. and Punchlines like mm-hmm. I'm not up at any time on it soon but like it's a great show you should go to it mm-hmm. but um, it wasn't even called that yet it was just starting out and it was like such a terrible show and no one else was doing well there's like one other guy that did pretty well and like I just like just just my stupid dumb face I might as well have like just Taking my face and smashing it in the stool. Yeah. Like, that's how bad. Like, it was so Bombing bad. Bombing is the most painful thing Just in the ate world. It. Just ate it. And I remember I walked off stage, and obviously I felt all those terrible feelings. And then um, one of the older comedians that I really respected, like, patted me on the back and was like, earning your stripes. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, every time that that happens, that's what I have to, like, think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the comedians here, like, you know, were friends, so they're, like, all pretty supportive when Good. you bomb. They're just like, ah! Another day, another, not a dollar, because you don't, we barely make money. Right, right, But, right, uh, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. it is what it is. Like, obviously, there's literally still days where, like, I bomb, and I was like, I would, I would rather be dead. And then there's some days where it just falls off my shoulder. So, it, for me, it goes back and forth. I remember reading a story a couple of months ago about Tiffany Haddish bombing. Yeah. You know, she's so funny. She's in the funniest movies. But she just wasn't having a good day. But that is because you, every day is different. Every show is different. You, you don't know what's going to offend someone. You don't know what's going to make them laugh. You don't know what they've been through that day. Yeah. So the fact that you do it, mad props. And I always love supporting you. Um, for the people that want to come see you live. Yes. Where are some places that they could see you? Lisa Pockets Live. That's, that's how I, that's what I call, uh, your, okay, let me. Your Netflix <laughs> special. Your Netflix special. Oh, oh God. Lisa please. Pockets Live. I uh, don't. Um, yeah, so uh, today, if anyone, I know everyone listening to this is in Kansas City, but who knows? Maybe you're driving four hours today and going to St. Louis. We're streaming everywhere, so. See, there you go. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're in St. Louis. So I'm actually doing a show at the Heavy Anchor. It's called The Future is Female. It's an all-female lineup, which mm-hmm. is like my jam. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. It's at 8. It's 10 bucks. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, 420 Blaze Up. Uh, mm. Can I, I can say that? Yes, of course. <laughs> it's the buzz. <laughs> People are high and driving to work right now. That, uh, I'm, I'm doing the comedy showcase at the shop, and it's at the Improv Shop in St. Louis. It's at 8 p.m. It's 12 bucks. Um, Friday, May 3rd, I'm doing the El Camino party in the back. It's for First Fridays. It's uh, 2016 Baltimore. It's literally like in an alley. Okay. I'm really excited to do it because I always yeah. like, I feel inside like a little dumpster baby, but I want to feel that way while I'm doing comedy. So that works out. I, my eyes are so wide right now. I'm learning so much about you. <laughs> and then we're pretty sure the date may change, but I'm, I'm pretty darn sure May 11th um, for the next pump and her circumstance was, mm-hmm. which is the show that I run. We yep. have a lot of great, obviously like ladies going up. Yep. Wonderful lineup. Always great. Um, That's the show then, that we met at. And that would be at the Rhino. Yes. Okay. At the Rhino. Yep. Sorry. Definitely should have said that. That's part of the, whatever. Shout out to the Rhino. What's up? Um, wow. And then, we're never doing that again. Are we? I, I just thought, I was like, let's just blaze past it. We're yeah. not going to mention it. But then you did. So here we are. We're sitting in it. Yep. Do you like how you feel right now, Jordan? No, it feels squishy. <laughs> it feels squishy. I don't like it. Uh, last one, Thursday, May 23rd. Um, I'm opening for Danny Browning. 
Um, and it's at the Osage Beach Inn, I think, at 5142 Osage Beach Parkway. Cool. Where, if people are driving and they're high, I mean, really, honestly, it's not the fact most that they're driving, it's that most people listening are high. Right. Um, if they didn't catch all of that, <laughs> where would be a place on, say, the World Wide Web yes. that they would see that information again? Um, so you can follow me on yeah, Lisa girl, Pockets, it. Instagram dot gov. Wait, really? That's no. Okay. That's a, that was, that was shoot. A, that was a bit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So like I'm literally on like Lisa Pockets, everything. There's no space. It's just Lisa Pockets and it's spelled how you would think it's spelled. And they'll no. know that it's you because of your hair. Right. Yes. My hair is colored in like all the pictures. So like on Facebook, uh, Twitter and Instagram, but I plug all my shows on Facebook and all my arts on Instagram if you want to buy it. Um, also head over to mine uh, you're in my story and the link to your Instagram is in my story or will be it will be right after we finish uh, this <laughs> well I didn't, I didn't know my face I know I know <laughs> it will be there it will be there all day today right after <clears throat> 9 o'clock um, <laughs> do you want to do the news with me one more time before you have yes, to go yes, to yes, work yes. Jordan Silver and Friends she swears to God it's a back massager Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz Lisa Pockets with the stand-up news. Yeah. So massive donations are coming in to rebuild Notre Dame. And it's causing controversy because people are tweeting that these rich people that are donating to rebuild the church could actually do things like send Flint clean water. Right. Which, like, obviously that's a good point. But just keep in mind that rich people are more concerned about, like, fun tourist destinations to take their really beautiful white grandchildren um, rather than to, like, care about marginalized can you uh, unhook that mic and just drop it on the ground please yeah let me destroy your very expensive radio equipment after saying something like that it was so true you're right you're right um okay so now in the most awkward transition of all time it's now legal for your meat to have trace amounts of fecal matter in it (laughs) i wanted to at some point i was like in the show i have to do a reggae horn with my mouth um, and I think that was the appropriate time, and I, I think, think I made was. the right call. Oh, my God. First of all, if you guys don't think that there's already, like, poo-poo town <laughs> in your food already, because we live in America, right. um, then you're kidding yourself. Yeah. I always ask for an extra side of fecal matter with my burger. <laughs> uh, okay, how about this one? Eating just one slice of bacon a day is linked to higher risk of having bum-bum cancer. Good. What? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I don't want to live that long oh, anyway. Okay, 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 okay. Essentially, say, okay. yeah. Uh, Kansas City ranks among the worst cities in the U.S. for dogs attacking mail carriers. <laughs> that's a thing. Can you believe that's a thing? Sorry, that was that's like really cartoony. Like, I'm sure it's like really aggressive and not like good at all. But I just like imagine like, ah, here's Scout again getting mad. But he's like probably ripping off his calf. Yeah, like, I'm sure it's yeah. really bad. I just can't believe it's a thing again and not, you know, or that it's still a thing. Not the fact that dogs are attacking mail, but mail in general. Like, right. What is that? Just general mail. And you're going to be in St. Louis today. Yes. So, you, I mean, you got to get going. But uh, this happened in St. Louis. Police are searching for a woman accused of bashing out the windows of a St. Louis restaurant after she learned what would make you that mad before I read the rest of this? What would make you so mad that you bashed out the windows of a restaurant with a baseball bat? Um, that they didn't put enough poop in my burger. <laughs> Close. That would be my concern. <laughs> they ran out of chocolate ice cream. That's valid. Also, was it McDonald's? Because literally you go there late at night and they never, their ice cream machine is never working, but I know it is. They just don't want to clean it. You're right. That's, That's always true. true. Let's see if we can make it a whole show without Jordan making a Titanic reference. Jordan Silver and Friends. Hello, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Blake McFarlane from Sporting KC. Thank you for coming in. No problem. I'm making the sound, I don't know, like NPR or something right now. We have way more fun than that. <laughs> um, so what's going on with Sporting KC this week? Yeah, we got a lot going on. So tomorrow we're going to have a block party out at Town Center, open to anybody to come out, uh, hang out. There's a little bit of a VIP experience that people can partake in, which will be fun. Like what? What do they um, So you'd say kind of a brunch that will allow some adult beverages if you'd like okay, or yep. um, non-adult beverages if that's not your thing. Right. Um, we're going to have a player out there tomorrow signing some autographs and... We're going to be, we had, it's filled up really quickly, which is a good thing, but we had some sporting stripes and sporting stars. So those are the kids from 
three years old to eight years old. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a free soccer clinic out there at Sound Center for about 20 minutes. Amazing. And uh, it's going to be a really fun event. That's about a kid's attention span, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? It. It's also some adults' attention spans. You are Mine right. included. You are right. Uh, block party tomorrow at Town Center. Yep. What time does that start? Starts at 10 a.m. and it'll end at 1 p.m. Okay. So busy day because then at 9 p.m. Sporting Kansas City takes on San Jose Earthquakes. That's right. That's right. And that is there. Yes. Not here. In San Jose. Um, not the easiest place to get to from Kansas City, but you can't really fly direct to San Jose. Found yeah. that out on my own. Huh. I guess, yeah, you'd have to fly to like LAX and then up or something, huh? Yeah. Or you fly to like Austin and, and in there as well. Or you, you know, just get the keys to the private jet. I wish we had one that we could do for all these trips, but not for this trip. Wait, does the team? They fly commercial. Most what? Most trips, yeah. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. I did not know that. I don't think anybody knew that. Yeah. Wow. That's keeping it real. It is. I appreciate that you guys do that. So uh, where locally can fans join to watch the uh, watch the match? Well, another honest. pub, first and foremost, that's going to have um, your Sporting KC matches all and all the time in the Power and Light District. But in addition to that, you'll have Chicken and Pickle. Um, you have Wally's and Lee Summit. Um, and you'll have the Red Lion Tavern in Lawrence. And there's a couple other locations around, but check out that those pub network. It's sportingkc.com slash pub dash partners mm-hmm. um and you'll they'll let you know where all the locations are around town there are more coming that's why i was a little bit slow in thinking of which ones i could say are part of the network right, and which right. ones aren't because yep. we'll be adding some new locations hopefully in june um and that'll be great it'll be fun 9 p.m if you're younger you know you just watch the sporting match and then just roll that thing right into uh, a nice little saturday night right before you get up early for uh, any activities you have on sunday uh and game of thrones it's true, yes. Of course, of course. So there is a viral video going going around, and it is, I want to say, because of you. Yes, we'll take credit. Okay. Uh, please explain what it is. Yeah, so last Saturday, you and I talked about it, Sporting KC Day at the Royals. Um, one of the things that we did for that um, was that we allowed Nate Bucati, our play-by-play guy, mm-hmm. um, to run in the hot dog derby, Sam McDowell, who works for the Kansas City Star, and we decided, well, you know what, we need a third person, so why not grab Hartzell Gray, our in-stadium host, and, he, and you guys know him as well, as yep. a, a night show here host. And so Hartzell was very loud about his um, level of athleticism. Um, yeah, and, he's a Division One athlete. Yeah. Or he and was. He was. Um, some people say he always are, but okay, for him yeah. he was. Sure. I mean, he's I, fit. He's good. Yeah, I would I, say after what we saw, it is definitely a was, not an is oh, situation. If you have so, not seen this video, you can see it on 96.5thebuzz.com. Yeah, and so Hartzell takes out to a commanding lead. Yeah. It looks, it looks like, like he's the gonna, Olympics, but yeah. everyone was in hot dog suits. Yeah, he was going to win it very easily. Um, he was not going to break the record like he thought, but he was he was going to be close. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the unfortunate happened. He tripped. Nate Bucati won. There is some controversy on right. if his hot dog costume yeah. crossed the line but did not break the finish line, the physical line right. that the K uh, crew held up. Do we have instant replay or other angles? Is this like the Kennedy assassination? Yeah, so luckily, uh, we are on Fox Sports Kansas City as well, so we know a lot of the people that were doing the Royals broadcast that night. So yes, they've sent us every single camera that the TV truck has and all of the in-stadium cameras. Uh, there is inconclusive. I would not feel good as a as an official going to uh, VAR to check that out. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm going to say Nate won just because I think that you... Part of it is you should get rewarded for standing upright the whole race. Um, and so he was not able to to finish that off. He gave it his bit. all. His little legs were running so fast. I was so impressed. I was like, that's that's Hartzell. And yeah. then boom. Yeah. Does, what did he say was the reason that he fell? Um, I don't know. Oh. I, I, he didn't ever say it. I, had his, I was holding on to all of their, their guys' phones and everything, and... I've never had a phone buzz more than mm-hmm. Hartzell's did after that. Right. And it was all of his friends. Uh, <laughs> not saying exactly the most nice things to him after he fell there. But <laughs> we loved it. It was great. Um, I saw that the Sporting News said it was the best hot dog derby race ever. Yes, it's, so. it's a viral video in Kansas City. Again, if you want to check it out, 96.5thebuzz.com. Or, or actually just anywhere. Just yeah. type in hot dog race. Uh, Sporting KC Royals Day last week. Yep. Um, okay, and so I am coming to the game next Saturday, the match next Saturday. Yes, it's going to be so fun. April 27th, Kansas City Day. Um, like I said, there might be an ability to, for you to get one of those nice Kansas City shirts that we released this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an awesome ticket package that people can take advantage of. And it's a KC clothing company shirt, um, but a sporting KC design. 
Um, if so there you, aren't any of those, can I just get a New England Revolution shirt and burn it? Yeah, we can work on it. You know, their their logo looks like it was created in, in Microsoft Paint a few years oh, ago. Oh, but- shoot! <laughs> But, some fighting words, Blake. But I think they would embrace that, too. That It's not the best-looking logo in sports. Maybe uh-huh. maybe time for a rebrand from them. But um, it's going to be a great match. Um, they're, they're a good squad, and, and Sporting will have to bring it at, uh, at home there. And you'll be out there, and it'll be a lot of fun. Kansas City Nights will have some different activations on the plaza and some new looks on the video board and uh, trying to include everyone from like, the Kansas City area as best we can. And it should be fun. And then... Obviously, we have Jordan Silver out there, so it'll be fun as well. <laughs> if How many players need to be injured for me to be able to say, hold my beer, and then I get to join and just start trying against mm. the New England Revolution? I'd say a couple. Okay. At least a couple. Um, I okay. think that there would be some, there's probably some rule on the minimum amount of players that can be on the field. Okay. I believe mm-hmm. it's like six or seven. Um but, yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, they have to send you to a one-day contract. Um, I think I would have to play as your agent there and That's negotiate fine. that for you. That's but, fine. That's um, fine. It, you know, it'll, it'll work out one way or another. Okay, good. Yes, I will be there. I'm so excited. Are tickets still available for that match? Tickets are still available. Go to SeatGeek.com. You can purchase those there. And, like I said, there'll be there. there's a T-shirt and ticket package that should be really fun for everyone, and it's a really good deal. So if you get that, you can pick your T-shirt up um, on the match on the 27th. Wear that. Have a great time and support Kansas City. That's right. Go Sporting KC. Her biggest turn on estate sales. Jordan Silver on 96.5. The Buzz. I am joined by comedian Eric Schwartz, who's going to be at the Comedy Club of Kansas City today, tomorrow, and Sunday. That's right. Yeah, I did my research on you, sir. Yeah, oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Did you know that I have split personalities? No, I didn't read that on oh, Wikipedia. You, I don't put that online. That's <laughs> just for you in the studio. And all of Kansas City to know now. That's right. Does- I, because when I came in, you have a different idea of me. You're like, oh, look at this bald dude, glasses, button-up shirt. Cool. Tech support's here. But no, <laughs> right. yeah. I'm here to rock the end of your show. I'm glad that you... I'm glad you kept me for this for the end. For the end, and I played all the commercials, so we're good to go. Let's do this. We are good to go. Do uh, do your split personalities come out when you're on stage? Yes, yes. You got to work, 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 work. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. Uh, how did you just have two voices coming out of your one mouth? Because I beatbox out of my nose. What? Yeah. Is that uh, how that happens? So if you if you're listening at home or in the car, I'm on the regular mic, and then mm-hmm. I got this other mic that does effects, and I put it up to my nose, and I could be like a one man band, right? Like this. I I I. I'm beatboxing out of my nose. I. I, 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 wow. That's how they came up with the lyrics to that song. Yeah, you you performed in front of them and they're just like. When I was born, ACDC yeah. was in the hospital and they saw me just coming out beatboxing out the womb. I cut my own umbilical cord. Oh. <laughs> I went to the studio, hit record. Two days later, I was out on tour. How the hell on earth and when <laughs> did you realize that you could do both of those things at once? Uh, practice. Okay. Practice. I just, I drive around, I make stupid noises and uh, just entertain myself. And I say, you know what? Maybe this is fit for consumption of other people. Right, yes. On yes. stage at a comedy club. Well, uh, what happens when you get a stuffy nose? Do you have to cancel your show? You know, the show must go on. Okay. And, uh, you know, um, you know, there's some microphones are going to get ruined. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the one that you bring in, though, the one that goes to your nose. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. good, because we have other guests coming in. Yeah, yeah, that's, I brought that one. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much for and that. And I don't have a cold. Okay, good. I, I do not have a cold. But yeah, I do this show. This is my show. This is, uh, I do, uh, this, it's called multi, I, I do a show called Multicomedia. Mm-hmm. It's multimedia mm-hmm. and comedy. And we have so much fun, like, th- at the Comedy Club of Kansas City. It's a brand new club. So we're having so much fun this weekend, uh, just doing fun stuff. Um, like, a lot of people, I, after shows, they are very complimentary. And I gotta say, like, everyone kept saying that I sounded like Justin Timberlake. And that's why, you know. If I close my eyes. And now you open your eyes <laughs> and right. you're like, oh my God, it's Justin Timberlake if he were an off-duty member of the Blue Man Group. Oh, do you get do you get that a lot? Because you, like, what does a comedian look like? I mean, every, every all kinds, all walks of life. Right. Me, I kind of look like NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. Okay, yeah. Or The Rock. Well, the, the Rock yeah. skeletal system. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look like The Rock skeletal system. So you have... A bunch of shows this weekend. Yeah. T- 
tonight, 7.30 and 10. Yes. I guess the, or they called it the early and the late show. Mm-hmm. Then on Saturday, same, 7.30 and 10. And on Sunday at 7. And Sunday at 7. Yeah, we're, we, uh, we're doing all the shows. And um, yeah, and I get a lot of questions about being bald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. People think it's a novelty and stuff. And they want to touch my head. And I, if you come to the show, you cannot. I'm sorry. That's the one. That's all right. Draw the line. There's a VIP meet and greet. I noticed. Yeah. So can those people touch your head? No, that, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. That's my no no zone. That's fine. Whoa. That's, you know, okay. like they, I know you think it's a novelty. Like, oh, it's like a baby porpoise. <laughs> no, it's just skin. You're not going to feel it and be like, I felt a kick. You know, <laughs> but you know what the question I get? And this is I can't believe people ask it. They go, they go. How did you go bald? How? 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 Like, how do you think? You know? It, have you been to Kansas City before? I've been to Kansas City many times. Mm-hmm. And uh, back way back in the day. Uh, and then I, I, I took a little break in the last couple of years. Been building up. And now the Comedy Club of Kansas City opened. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited about it. It's a brand new club. And we did the show last night. It's a beautiful club. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I was there this the last weekend, it was really, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't, do they have the booze license yet? Yes. Hopefully tonight. Okay. Yeah, tonight. But it, you do. Come, come, come christen the place with us. It's Good Friday. Oh, totally. You know, it's all appropriate. It's Good Friday. You're supposed to be fasting, right? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what, I read that. I'm Jewish. That's I don't know. I was going to say, yeah. I'm like, what is Good Friday? And they go, it's for fasting and penance. And I'm like, you know what? When the sun goes down, like in the Jewish religion, that's yeah. when the fast ends. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it's a good night to go out drinking on an empty stomach. Yes. There you yeah. go. Really easy. Great. Really You'll easy get drunk to get drunk. Super quick. Uh, I went last Last weekend, they did not have the liquor permit. And dude, the second the show started, yeah. didn't even need it. Yeah. I, my stomach hurt from laughing. That's it. It was great. It was great. So if, it, if you can go and uh, there's a restaurant right next door, uh, if they, they serve booze. So you can get a little lit beforehand. Yeah. Or you can just go in sober. I don't even do. I don't even drink at all. Oh, I no. don't. I, just me personally. Okay. I don't drink. I don't do any drugs. Like I do this something really crazy, though. I what deal with my problems okay uh, yeah yep yeah i just a lot of therapists are going yeah, yeah right now i go Listen. i do extreme journaling what kind of things do you put together as a multi-comedian well we do a lot i do a lot of visual stuff right mm-hmm. um so i do this thing on fonts that you got to come see uh i talk about fonts because i'm a font savant oh, i love that i love i'm i what's the worst font of all time say it we all know it yeah one two, two three. three comic, comic sans, sans. That's right. Yep. People, that is the PT Cruiser of fonts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't use it. <laughs> I know people think it's cute. Oh, it's the funny font. Comic Sans. No. It's defining itself for you. Comic yeah. from the word comedy. Sans meaning without. It literally means without fu- comedy. Yeah. That's Not right. funny. Not funny. Thanks for letting us hang out with you today. Jordan Silver and Friends. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.